can I act like my thighs are muscular? And if people are like, oh, hey, why are your, those thighs so big? I'll be like, oh, just because I'm strong. Out. And they'll I be like, no, spin. it's not. Like, it's, they're jiggling when you're walking around. I'm like, no, it's, it's strength. Punch. All right, Pete, I'm over Amy Schumer. I thought that we had been over Amy Schumer for a while. I know, but like, I keep getting over Amy Schumer. Like Things keep popping up with Amy Schumer, and they keep annoying me. Um, this week, it was... She posted a picture... or I don't know. There was a picture of her in a bathing suit, and people were mean to her, and then she like lashed out at the trolls and everything. And I get lashing out at the trolls, but like, how many fucking times are we going to do this <laughs> like this has been a story for like the past year and a half she like it, it keeps turning into like not every person in the world is nice to amy schumer so amy Schumer's gonna own them and the last fucking time she owned somebody i don't know if we record this on the podcast or just talked about it one-on-one but i got very fired up um she was uh some award was it? show it was an award show and a kid took a picture with her and said spent the night with amy schumer uh, like might not be the first guy to say that or something, and she did like the that is not okay thing. Like, oh, I get it. You're calling me a slut. <laughs> Which like fuck that. It's one thing if you say that to somebody who's like, I, yeah, you shouldn't say that shit. But if you can say it to anybody, it's probably Amy Schumer, someone who's made a career off of like that kind of humor. And I'm not saying that like Amy Schumer is a slut or whatever, but. If she makes a movie about that, like it's clearly he's following make, along with the joke. He's making a joke about a joke. Deprecating jokes about yourself, right. you can't like get mad at other people when they make those jokes. It's like I that's mean, like me making fun of myself for being like short or a child, and right? Then having somebody being like, "Oh, you're short," and being like, "Fuck you, you can't say that." Right, like, that is so not okay. That's uh, yeah. We were saying before, like it'd be like if a girl posted a picture with me and said like, "Spent the night with Deej," might be the first girl to say that, and I would be like, "Hold on, pump the brakes. What are you saying?" Are you suggesting there are some gay things about me? <laughs> I, I, it, it bugs me. I'm, so I'm, I'm over Amy Schumer. Dave Lozo's here. Dave, what By do you think way. about Shoom, Shooms? I do get a little tired of like, going on Facebook and seeing in, like, my trending topics. Like, Amy Schumer owns the trolls. Like, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in that same sort of boat where it's like, she should own the trolls whenever she wants. But like, I don't want to have to read about it every time she does it, you know? And like, the, 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 the whole body thing, too. Like... I guess I'm going after the trolls now, um, more so, but have people not seen a person who's not skinny or fat before? Because I can promise you, it's like 80% of the population. Like, Amy Schumer looks like what most people look like. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I mean, but it's not in, not in Hollywood. Right, but like, why is it a fucking hot button issue? I don't know. I don't know. Why is it, like, I don't, here's what I don't get, is like, so she's a comedian. Like, who really cares what she looks like? Like, her job yeah, is seriously. not to like look hot. Like, that she's not a model. It's not yeah. even if she's a model. Been like being like, oh, that girl's ugly is weird too. But like, like, like I, I don't understand why. <laughs> like, like Amy Schumer is super duper funny, and if she wants to do like spreads in magazines where she's dressed sexy, like, like rock and roll. But like, it's weird to me that anyone even asks her to do that because. She's a comedian. Like, no one asks Louis C.K. to, like, show up at Esquire with his shirt off. Like, everyone just says Louis C.K. is funny. I appreciate how funny he is. Why is it? Like, I don't understand why. That's a good point. Like, Tina Fey is the only person, like, like, female. uh, uh, Amy Poehler, I suppose, 
who like they try to like, glamorize in that kind of way. Yeah, it doesn't happen often though. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like I just don't understand why like anyone's holding her to some sort of standard. That, like like any standard you want to hold like a famous person to in terms of physical appearance is pretty much going to be unfair all the time. But like when it comes to Amy Schumer, like I, I don't I, I don't get how like you can watch her comedy or watch any woman who's funny and then be like, Ugh. let's turn into her into a sex symbol. Right. It's like it's like that great sketch from her show that from the, the like the last the last bangable day with Tina Fey and Julia. Like that's a really good sketch because it's like, like I don't understand why that's even a topic of conversation with. Like I understand if you see Amy Schumer and you're like, man, she's hot. I want to do her, but I don't understand why the I don't I don't get the opposite of that where it's like I don't think she's hot. I'm not going to watch this. Like why? She's fucking hilarious. Like I don't I I, I don't understand that at all, man. All right, well let's get to the reviews. Okay, um, so <laughs> we let's see. Here's one. Um, I'd like a segment on brunch in which DJ and Pete interview dogs. Shoutouts for not liking Drake again. We can't stress it enough. Uh, your dog Nala was supposed was scheduled to be the guest one week of brunch and then literally died, died the day before. <laughs> yeah, and so, we didn't know the dog was dying. Yeah, so wow. now, and then we almost had another dog die during a taping of the show. Oh, yeah. Um so we're gonna avoid all dog things for we the sake love of dogs. dogs. Dogs don't love brunch. Uh, wow, your dog your dog must have really hated your show. Yeah, I mean I'm I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else decided to die rather than coming on the show. <laughs> right. So um, what else we got? Sorry about your dog, though. Oh, thank you. That was a, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Not a long time ago, but months removed. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that dog. <laughs> uh, another one. Uh, oh, narcissistic millennials. Five stars. These two guys are obviously in love with each other, so much so that the listener often feels like an intruder. They are very self-conscious and only exist through the approval of their peers. Their weekly chat focuses on how to dress for the summer, cheating on their diets, or where to find the best apple teeny in Boston. Can't miss show. Like, that's the meanest review ever, but, but gave us five stars. Five stars. So thank you very much. Five stars. We've, we've put it out there that say whatever you want as long as you give us five stars. That really pushed the boundaries, though. Like, that's... That, that like, but not saying things that other people haven't said in the past. Right, so like people think that we're in love with each other. Yeah, again, not true. But uh, yeah, but the, it's not. The, huh? It's not. Eh. I love brunch, and I love that Pete is a part of brunch. I, that's that's how I would explain. I have no for... no interest in starting a domestic lifelong partnership with DJ. Let's right. put it that way. Not not, uh, not yet. <laughs> we we do have one of those forty packs, but I think that. At least Pete will find someone before then. Um, All right, so, that's fine. I think you should be roommates at least and just try it out. But I mean, you, 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 no, you, you seem no, to love I think no that chance. I think that Pete and I see each other the perfect appropriate amount. We see each other one time a week, and it's to come and do this. We've only recorded remotely twice, um, and it was but, weeks that we saw each, but, saw each other. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, like, we, I saw you yesterday. We don't need to record in person, right? Like we've we've gone to like concerts and and stuff like that, but we don't plan our weeks around each other, which is good because I feel like we get sick of each other. Uh, so this person says. Uh, his his name is nickname sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine idk humor and he gives us five stars and writes each and every lyric to the song "Rock Me Amadeus" by Falco. So great there. Also, I'm holding back. I'm not saying shouts because someone said I say shouts too much. It's true. We repeat. We're, like we have things that we say. I say shouts. I say bozo. Um, 
I don't want to say what other words we say because some of them are bad. But um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Kenny in the tub, you want to take him? This show is great and provides piping hot takes night in and night out, which is weird because we don't do a nightly show. Mm. Um, Pete is a straight <laughs> savage and DJ is an okay individual. If DJ could don't, tone down the use of the term shouts, that would be <laughs> superb. If you're a brunch version, I'd toss on hot, hot guys and weathermen. I always think about that. What is our uh, what is our like, like pinnacle our episode? pinnacle show? I think that Hot Guys Hot and Weathermen is best describes the show right exactly grasps the show better than anything else because it's it's got us talking about the stuff that we like to talk about uh, fucking dudes. <laughs> it's got um, it gives a glimpse into the brunch extended family, which the brunch extended extended family is like Feidelberg, Adam Hart, Jeff Israel. Um, and now to, now to an extent Lozo another I was thinking about this earlier Lozo is like the I think maybe the first like rec- repeating guest not recorded at like the same time because uh, we've had Feidelberg oh, yeah wow. but I'm sorry we recorded most of them at, on the same day that's oh yeah two that's episodes. right we but knocked then he did out the brunch challenge we knocked out two like, great episodes big episodes yeah. in one day uh, speaking of Feidelberg should we make this announcement yes um, if you have not seen Friday Night Lights you need now is the time to start uh not this week but the week after that we have something big coming and it involves well, not Friday Night Lights. not this week not next week oh, i'm the sorry week after so let's see the week of uh the 10th yeah no, we're doing it the well the the, the 10th is that friday okay, but some right, stuff yeah. might happen during that week as well let's um, just let's just put it all out there okay. we're doing a full week of friday night lights episodes <laughs> yes we're doing a, f- a, f- a week-long friday night lights uh podcast and it is going to be with feidelberg it's going to be with jeff israel and we've also got some, stars of the show we've also got some stars from the show on um we've been working on it for a long time there's going to be some fun little treats sprinkled in there we've got the art made up we're gonna drop a uh a uh, teaser, teaser. On monday yeah teaser monday um and it's awesome like we've been we've been putting a lot of fucking work into this so it's gonna bang and also some of the episodes we were more drunk than others so and they were better you're gonna find one episode uh pete just right out the gate <laughs> is a drunk guy and is saying some not okay things. But that's, I mean, th- from what I've heard, that is a positive for a lot oh, of listeners. Oh, people because... love the Justin Bieber episode. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was just a taste of yeah. what happened that night. Although that was, like, legitimate. I was wasted. That was, like, I don't. I wasn't blackout, but there are, yeah, I was like spotty. I was, I was very close. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Me saying some things that won't be cut out of the episode. Right. Drunk me. Um, so yeah, full week Friday night lights. What is it? The sixth to the tenth. Sixth to the tenth. Okay. So that's gonna. I'm very rock. excited for that. Um, also, um, for next week's episode, if you want to leave reviews, we'll read the best ones. Uh, search brunch on iTunes. Five stars. That's the only ones we're reading. So. Don't be uh, don't be a dick. Give us five stars. Write whatever you want. We'll read them. On the subject of Feidelberg, real quick, have you guys been keeping up with Grit Week? I have. I don't know. I don't think Dave is a barstool guy. No, I'm not. Is it because you don't like it or because you plead ignorance? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Like yeah. whenever I do pay attention to it, I'm not really into it. Okay. Um, so I used to which ple- is fine. Yeah, I used to plead ignorance on on barstool. I I was basically. This exactly what you just said. Like I didn't check it out much, and whenever I did, I was like, maybe this just isn't for me. Um, but for some reason, in my late twenties, it hits the spot, um, and <laughs> it's uh, 
anyway, I've been I've been keeping up on Grit Week, which is Big Cat, PFT commenter, Feidelberg, and who else? Um, uh, Big Cat, Feidelberg, PFT commenter, and then Hank is with them Hank. as a producer. Okay, yeah. Um, and they are basically doing the funniest shit in the world. They're doing trick shot videos. They're puking all over each other. They're punching each other in the dick. And even as I say it, I feel like when I was younger, for some reason, I would like th- that wouldn't be up my alley. I think that like the video of PFT punching Big Cat in the dick while he's puking, causing Feidelberg to puke, is the funniest video I've seen in my life. So, uh, yeah, what? Yeah, what? No, you need to watch this. Dave. It's, it's, it's a thirty-second video, Dave. I think that you'll highly enjoy this video. It's not some, real, though, right? No, it's it real. is real. It is a hundred percent. They're real. outside in like I think it's in Indy. India, in like they're in they're. they're in Indy for the Indy 500, and they're just outside chugging milk, and in like the span of 30 seconds, one of PFT chugs a, a quart of milk, punches one of the other guys in the dick, starts throwing up, and then the other guy sees him throwing up and throws up even more. But the thing is, until the third guy, which is Feidelberg, starts throwing up, he is laughing hysterically. He's running around like a hype man, like, can't believe the shit he's seen. He thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And then there's there's uh, screen grabs from literally one second to the next second. One second, he's like, his head is up. He's dying laughing. The next second, he's puking all over the place. It is unbelievable footage. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. That's that's quality content. I will watch that at some point. Right. Um, I still don't really know what Grit Week is. I don't. Did they, have they explained at any point what? It I think it's is? just like a. It's a, like a based off PFT commenter's shtick, where like he loves the gritty guys. Oh, does guys. he play up grit? Yeah, and it's like he loves, like that's yeah. He plays up gritty. Plays up like white guys. So they went to Buffalo. They went to fucking indie. So it's indie. By the way, if you've never been, underrated city. It's good. Going there's not there. too too much going on, but there's steak, and you know what? That is enough for me. Um, yeah, you can't get that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do we want to do, Pete? Do we want to? We've we've got a choose your own adventure thing. Do we want to jump onto? Uh, let's do spoiler etiquette. Okay, so uh, my friend Scott texted me this week. Uh, said basically, I don't know if I can find the text. Whatever. It, the, the gist of the text was like. Tell your he, butt buddy Blackburn to shut the fuck up with the. He called me a cunt. Did he call you a cunt? <laughs> yeah. Me... He called me a cunt for uh, for spoiling, I guess, Game of Thrones this last week. Deej, tell your buddy Black. Tell your butt buddy. I knew he said butt buddy. Deej, tell your butt buddy Blackburn he's a cunt for his last Game of Thrones tweet. When did you do it? Um, on Monday morning, I think it was. Wait, how did you do it? Like, what was your quote-unquote spoiler? Because some people think just, like, tweeting anything about the show in any sort of way is a spoiler, yeah. Uh, The tweet was, if Game of Thrones was the... This was on Monday morning. If Game of Thrones was The Walking Dead, they'd reveal Hodor is alive in, like, four weeks because he played dead under a piece of broken door. That's Uh, a good tweet, because that that literally is is exactly what happened in Walking Dead with Glenn. Um, So, yeah, it's like... I mean, if you're reading that tweet, it's... It's pretty clear you know that, that they Hodor killed Hodor. Yeah. Um, so you said back, uh, spoiler etiquette is 12 hours. And I told that to him, and he responded, uh, 12 hours, it's at least 48. Go fuck yourself, gift boy. <laughs> um, at that point, I was like, you know what? These two would get along. I should just put you two directly in contact. Um, Dave, you're a Game of Thrones watcher and, and avid TV watcher. What's your spoiler etiquette? Well, I mean, I, I try not to. I'm not like, 
you know, actively trying to tweet things like, okay, here's what just happened. Yeah. Like, here's what just happened. But sometimes, like, like, like the second episode where, where Jon Snow comes back to life, like, we were all pretty sure at that point he was going to be back to life anyway. And um, people started tweeting, like, a little screenshot of Jon Snow on, on the table or whatever with his eyes open and making jokes like, you know, oh, my God, this is what happens when you realize whatever. And so I just did a couple of those, and people were like, oh, my God. And by a couple of them, you alert. mean you did, like, 25. Like, about 40, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And, I like, that one I can kind of get. But, the, like, the other day, the episode where Danny um, burns down the Dothraki, you know, temple or whatever, yep. I took a little picture of, like, her and, like, in front of the fire and made some dumb fire tweet joke or whatever. And some guy, this is totally true. You can go back and find that tweet and read this conversation. This guy, he's like, bro, what's up with the spoiler? And I'm like, it's a picture of Danny in front of fire. You don't know what happened to lead to that point. That's just a picture of a girl in front of fire. He's like, I think you can pretty much tell by the context. And I'm like, okay, fine. Tell me what, what happened. happened. Right. Yeah. Right. And he told me. And you know why he told me? Because, because he, he was watched watching it. The, he <laughs> watched it. Nobody else complained about that. But the one guy who was – and that's the worst guy of all. It's not the guy who's genuinely upset about having something spoiled. It's the guy that wants to advocate for the guy who may have had that spoiled for somebody else. Like, I just like, buddy, that's, man. Like, th- that's the person who's not offended by the thing you said, but he thinks that there might be maybe one offended. person, so he's gonna flip out on you, and he can't even think of why it's offensive. And that on, on our on our Puck Suit podcast, um, God, it was probably like a month ago or something like that. So about two months ago. So four months after Mr. Robot had ended, I mentioned – I'm serious. Four months after it had ended, I mentioned about how Christian Slater is basically Tyler Durden in Fight Club. He's dead the whole time and it's just a whatever. And like the next, next day on Twitter, it's like, bro, I haven't seen Mr. Robot yet. And I'm like, bro, it went off the fucking air three months ago. You've had time to watch yeah. it. It's not on Hulu yet. So I'm like, well, dude, you had you had all the time in the world to figure something out. I'm yeah. sorry that this pop culture reference came up for four seconds on a podcast that wasn't about Mr. Robot. Oh, God. yeah. When, when people get mad about uh, spoilers and it's like years or months removed, like we used to talk about Breaking Bad all the time um, at, at like Bruins practice or whatever. And uh, and Emily would get mad at us. She'd be like, guys, I haven't <laughs> I haven't finished it yet. It was like, well, that's your like, own we're fucking fault for not, one, he, for not was, getting on yeah. board at the right time. Right. Um, what I'm mad a big at fan of people. doing is giving people fake spoilers, uh, which is um, <laughs> acting like you're saying something ridiculous that didn't happen in the show, but it actually did. Like I told, like my sister asked me why um, she was watching House of Cards. I think we've discussed this before, but oh, yeah. she asked, like, why is uh, why is Frank so loyal to Meacham? And I was like, oh, it's because he wants to fuck him because Frank's gay. And my sister was like, ha And I was like, yeah, wait till you get to the episode where they have a threesome. It's crazy. <laughs> and that was awesome. Like, I love doing shit like that. Um, so people with, with like, the, the months removed and years removed spoilers, fuck, fuck you. that. You should have yeah. watched it. Uh, as, far as, as far as recent episodes, I get where you're coming from, Pete, with 12 hours because... Well, the, okay, here's the thing where I'm, like, at with 12 hours. 12 hours especially applies to to game of thrones because so many people watch game of thrones and so many people talk about it on twitter that like if you've managed to avoid the spoilers for 12 hours yeah like there's a good chance that you haven't been able to do that so i'm probably not ruining it right um my thing is uh i go 36 hours and here's why 36 hours is i i did this i base it on my uh dish cleaning etiquette 
I don't leave a dish in the sink for more than 24 hours. I added 12 to that because, like, 24 hours is, like, maybe you have a busy day, you can't get to it or whatever. But then you add the 12 hours because you can always get up early and watch stuff. And I, a lot of my TV watching is done in the morning, actually. Um, like, Nashville, I used to watch, rest in peace, I used to watch on Thursday mornings because it would be on Wednesday night. And I don't really watch too much stuff live. But I would just get up, like, an hour early before I would go to work and then just watch that. So I tack 12 hours on because you have to consider that people can get up early and watch it in the morning. Otherwise, if you're going past a day, day and a half, it means that you're choosing this show as one that you don't watch when it's on. That's fine, but you're going to get spoilers. Yeah, and for shows like Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, like there's the potential for really crazy shit to go down. Yeah. So, And so many people watch those so that... You know, there's a good chance that it's going to get spoiled for you, and you know that if you don't watch it on time. Right. So you can't get mad if right. it gets spoiled for you when you go on Twitter. I will say that though, I believe in all the things that we've just discussed. I still actively, if I'm wa- if I am watching the show live, <laughs> I'm going to still live tweet it and spoil the shit out of it because I believe more so in live tweeting things because live tweeting things is the best fucking thing in the world than I believe in other people's. Uh, feelings but but like what's the argument if you're just a dude on twitter you're just hanging out on twitter it's not for work you're just reading tweets why can't you just stay off the internet for an hour like why can't you just not be on twitter for you know because i mean it comes on at nine like if you're on the west coast i get it like maybe you forget about the time difference but if you're like some dude in connecticut and you're mad at like 9 35 on a sunday that somebody tweeted about a show that's on between nine and ten and you're not supposed to be on Twitter for anything else except for fun. Why not just not be on Twitter during that? Well, that, it's to, like, like that's the thing because there, like, if I if I can't watch an episode of Game of Thrones or I can't watch an episode of The Walking Dead, and I am able to avoid Twitter, I actively avoid Twitter until I'm able to watch the show. Yeah, Un- or until I have to get back on Twitter. My thing is going on Twitter is like. It's like scratching your face, you know, like you do it. Uh, if you're just like standing around, you're sit, sitting around your apartment or something, uh, watching TV, flipping through channels or whatever, it's you just instinctively do it. It's like checking your email. Like you pick up your phone and you just like open up Facebook or open up Twitter or whatever. So it's happened a lot where I've been like Walking Dead is a good example because I, I often can't watch Walking Dead live. Um, and I'll be like, OK, I'm not on Twitter, so I won't be on my computer and then I'll just be like doing stuff or whatever, and then I'll pull up Twitter on my phone just because that's something that people do every five ten minutes, um, and then you you fuck yourself over. So, where do you, where do you guys land on movie spoilers? Movie spoilers. Well, we're talking about nice guys in this episode, and it's been out for what a week. Yeah. So, uh, movie spoilers are kind of tough because. Like you have to carve out time to like like going to the movies is kind of a process, right? And like it's not like watching TV where it's like a weekly part of your routine. So I I don't know like th- that's a that's a difficult one, but I think if it's like still in theaters and it's been it's within like a two week window, probably shouldn't tweet out movie spoilers if it's like a big spoiler, right? Yeah. Because because Deadspin like a day after Civil War came out tweeted that thing that I I still didn't want to say it's it's three weeks later but 
it was kind of a decent spoiler. I, so, and I saw Civil War, and it wasn't that bad. But I, I just I, like I, I for movies, yeah, I'm the same way. Where if I've seen a movie that came out on a Friday, if I see it that day, like I'm not like I'll, I, I may tweet vaguely about it, but I'm not going to be like, man, I can't believe Captain America's penis fell off in that last scene. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to give yeah. away the ending to the movie, and that, that is actually what happens. That's how the Civil War starts. So that's why I, I feel I, like that that's actually the way you do it, though. You just with t with. Uh, I'm sorry, with movies, you're just a lot more vague when you talk about it. And then, but then you do get into the dickheads who are like, hey, that's a spoiler. Like, um, well, I think, I think the thing about movies is like, if you're going to discuss a spoiler, I think a lot of the times what happens is that like, it happens more on like the internet and in like writing, writing fashion more so than on Twitter. Yeah. Where it's like, here's like, here's this spoiler that's going to be discussed, but. If you haven't seen it, right. don't watch. Don't read right. this. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. So, like, when I saw Nice Guys, the only thing I tweeted about was I, I mentioned that there's a crazy, stupid love Easter egg. And if people had... It, it, like, I don't, I don't remember if I was going... Oh, right after the Kevin Miller stuff happened, so I didn't get to to bore people with my thoughts on, on Nice Guys. But, I mean, like, if people wanted to go back and engage or whatever, then you, you fucking do that and if not then that's fine um i don't know i guess my thing is i'm just not worried about fucking anybody over as far as spoilers go yeah i'll be mad if it happens to me but i'm (laughs) i'm totally willing if it means that i can get like a a kind of funny joke out there that's gonna get like four likes then also for me also for me like getting something spoiled doesn't necessarily ruin it for me yeah like you still you'll still see it yeah and i can still enjoy it like i i watched lost and i knew that shit well i watched i watched game of i was i was late on the game of thrones bandwagon so i had already known about like the red wedding and i'd known about uh like ned stark when i was watching it and i knew it was going to happen and i still fully enjoyed the experience of watching it hodor dying is the only thing that would spoil game of thrones for me right now i've heard people talk about the red wedding and all that and that's not even a big thing i I don't pick like when people talk about game of thrones stuff i hear the words they're saying but i just don't understand like i don't understand what winter's coming means i don't understand what the red wedding is (laughs) i don't like any of that shit i don't know what the fuck you're talking about so i can still watch it completely spoiler free the only thing is hoder dying but as you just said when people freak out about that spoiler the defense is it's not that big a deal yeah it really isn't did I ever tell you guys about how The Force Awakens got spoiled for me? No. I uh, This got spoiled for me, too, but I want to hear what happened to you. So it was – I forget when the movie came out. It came out, like, around the holidays, right? Like, Christmas time. So it was maybe, like, four days after it came out, and I hadn't gotten around to seeing it yet. And I'm in a car with my friend and his five-year-old son, and his five-year-old son's, like, a kind of a shy kid. Like, he's not, like, really open or anything, and so – you know, we're in the car, and my buddy's like, hey, uh, Sebastian, tell uh, tell Uncle Dave what you saw. And he's like, Star Wars. And I'm like, oh, you saw Star Wars? He's like, yeah. I go, who's your favorite character? He goes, Kylo Ren. And I'm like, isn't Kylo Ren a bad guy? And he goes, yeah, he kills Han Solo. <laughs> oh. And it's like, what do you do? Like, I can't fight a five-year-old for A, a he'll beat me up anyway, but B... I was, I was just, I'm, I'm in like my friends, like, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't think he was going to do that. So I, for that reason, mostly I haven't gotten to see it because that's not like Hodor dying. That's, that's kind what you of get for watching Star it's, Wars. You though. should still see that movie. Uh, it got spoiled for me. Uh, the way that it happened to me, it was on uh, April Fool's Day or 
No, not April Fool's Day. That's a fun day no. to spoil things for people. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it, it was like an April Fool's Day type joke, but it was like it was pretty soon after the movie came out, so it couldn't have been April Fool's Day. It was like Luke Skywalker dies in the new Force Awakens. Ha <laughs> ha! Just kidding. It was Han, Han Solo. <laughs> so I was like, like what the fuck? <laughs> that's awesome. Like, I like being creative with spoiling. Like, that's that's amazing. Um, speaking of Star Wars, I saw a Star Wars shirt the other day, and I like was. 60% leaning towards buying it. I've ne- I don't watch any of those that things. I saw so. episode one, and I was like... Wow, what a ch- terrible one to choose to watch. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Like, I liked it, though, because I was in middle school or whatever, and I was like, okay, they've got, like, uh, they've got like flying cars, and they've got like a retarded dinosaur. Like, I liked, like, this, like, I'm of the age that this stuff is cool to me. Uh, so I liked that, but like, I, never got, I never saw the other ones. Don't care about it. I think that people who wear Star Wars shirts are fucking freaks. So it was like, people wear funny shirts all the time. Would it be, would it be funny like if I were to tongue in cheek wear a Star Wars shirt? And would it piss off like the Joe Haggerty's? Oh world yeah, you'd be so that, mad. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna circle <laughs> back and I'm gonna go get that Star Wars. Dave, shirt. do you own any Star Wars gear? I don't, and it's and it's one of those things too where it's like. Like DJs over here, like I don't get it. I'm gonna wear a Star Wars shirt to be a rebel, and it's like, wow, you're gonna wear a shirt of the movie that's the most popular movie franchise of the last 40 years. Yeah, that, you're, so you're, you're, that's you're why I like them. it because 99 percent of the people who would see me wearing it would just be like, oh, he's yeah. just a person. No, they they would just be like, yeah, that that seems right. He's a Star Wars nerd, right? Right. 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 He looks like, <laughs> like a you're you're guy. not like some bodybuilder wearing like a Star Wars shirt, like, right? Ironically, but like if you wore a Star Wars shirt, know what they bat an eye no. at it because you're also. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, speaking of which, for festival season, I uh, want to get a couple articles of clothing. And um, my rule was everything has to be $10 or less because it's not fucking cool if you're like, hey, check out this, like, Aaliyah shirt I, I scored. It, it only cost me, like, $51. Like, it has to be, like, cool, shitty stuff that you get. And I scored a, uh, a Florida Panthers T-shirt from, like, the, when did the Panthers hit the scene? 96? Um, no, before that, ninety. Were they ninety two? Because ninety six, yeah, yeah. they went to the final, right? Oh, right. right. So that's why I'm associating ninety six with them. Um, so yeah, it was like from right when they came out, and it's like a, it's awesome. Like just all the the colors and everything. It's that's it's rad. I'm excited to wear it with my Backstreet Boys hat that I also got for eight dollars. So um, yeah. Um, speaking of hockey, yeah. should we should yeah. we hit on a, a little? Let's bit do a of- little bit of Stanley Cup final talk. Uh, I'm crazy excited for this cup final because it's everything that will piss Bruins fans off. And I'm See, I don't know about that. that. Like As a Bruins fan myself, it's the most ideal Stanley Cup final. Because you like the idea that Phil Kessel or Mike Sullivan or uh, Joe Thornton will win a cup? Yeah. yeah it's guys that, that deserve it. Martin Jones. Yeah, the, the Bruins great Martin Jones. I, th- I thought it was fucking hilarious when I tweeted that out. Um, like a maybe a week ago, less than a week ago, when Scott was like, uh, Scott McLaughlin was like, uh, oh, Martin Jones is or uh, Phil Kessel and Joe Thornton are having great, or and Mike Sullivan are having great Stanley Cup playoffs or whatever, and I was like, don't forget Bruins great Martin Jones, <laughs> and and somebody and like a bunch of people responded and were like, we're like, you're gonna call Phil Kessel, Phil Kessel a Bruins great, and now. <laughs> And so I like I grouped Martin Jones, Phil Kessel, and Joe Thornton as Bruins greats yeah. in, in the tweet. And people were like, you're calling Phil Kessel Bruins great. And everybody just like, ignored the fact that I called Martin yeah. Jones I hate great. when greats <laughs> missed a joke. God damn. People, you, you have to remember, 
like we tweet great, great things, <laughs> but you must never consider the people for whom we're tweeting them. You know, like the people who are consuming what we write and all of our work and everything. For the most part, they are the dumbest fucking people in the world, which is why they're reading stuff that that we do. Yes, but yeah. Well, nobody read nobody reads anything. I'm I'm like I tweeted a screenshot of like the new Twitter rules and the first two were the real rules and the last three were like, you know, if Darren Ravel gets a bunch of retweets, he gets to have sex with you or something. And somebody <laughs> somebody replied to that and like the other two were like, you, you can't you can't say my wife left me anymore or something. Like three obvious things that aren't the new rules. And some guy replied to me like, Boy, if you like the Twitter rules, they must be great. Whoa, <laughs> like, so, so you didn't you didn't read the eighty word screenshot? Like really, you just replied. Yeah. Right? It's just, well, uh, it's amazing how many people still fall for your stupid fucking Vin Scully tweets. <laughs> just, just just this morning, a play by play guy, like an AHL play play by play guy in Philly, was like, "Man, Vin Scully, I can't believe he said this, but it's a little weird." Fuck. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what do you think about the the finals? Um, I I think it's easy to root for the sharks because joe thornton is a crazy you know lovable bearded take your dick out guy oh, and yeah. he hasn't won the cup yet and same thing for Marlowe, except he's not bearded and i don't think he, he has any plans on to take out his genitals at any point during the final but you never know you never know if they win the cup who, who knows what could happen and like the penguins won it already like nobody likes sid so i think it's going to be a kind of a fun like underdog even though like san jose i don't think is a huge underdog but it's like a nice underdog you know hasn't won the cup team as opposed to like pittsburgh which is on nbc every goddamn day and everyone's sick of them so i think it's fun that way and it's going to be fun just in general because like like the kings were a great team but god were they boring to watch just slow and they cycle the puck and they dump it in that is like so my style of hockey like i I love that (laughs) shit um i think like, Sounds like Pittsburgh's going to be a track meet. It's going to be great, oh, it's right? Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think that you brought up a lot of good points, but I think like if you don't have a dog in the fight and you're going into a Stanley Cup final, the best way to like decide who to root for is to who's going to have the more entertaining summer with the cup. Oh God. Uh, it's a hundred percent San Jose. Yeah. I know it is, but I mean, I'm also thinking about. Phil Kessel having to do a thing for a day where people are going to pay attention to him, and I don't want that to not happen. I want Phil Kessel to win and bring the cup back to Toronto and have a parade through the streets of Toronto. That would be awesome. Um, throwing hot dogs at bitches. Yeah, and I, so I was thinking about it last night, actually, and I was saying, like, oh, it's so great that that Phil Kessel and Joe Thornton are going to be in a Stanley Cup final and one of them is going to win the cup. But then, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. Fuck! One of them is going to lose in the Stanley Cup final, oh, and I thought be about a loser. it, and I was like, "Fuck, that's going to suck." If oh. it has, it has to be Kessel. Kessel has to lose because he's he's like younger right. and in a better spot. Like right. if Thornton loses, like this, a lot of people will consider this to be Thornton's year. But also, it's like, how much longer is the Eastern Conference going to be shitty? Like I don't, I don't know if. Well, I mean, he's young enough that in maybe two, three, four years or whatever. But I mean, if the Penguins lose. I don't think anyone's writing them in as the the favorite to to win the Eastern Conference next year. You know what I'm no, saying? No, but I don't think that anybody's writing them off to say that they can't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I it's suppose. gonna be a, uh, their roster is gonna be pretty much the same. Yeah, uh, I would say you know I think Washington like they're gonna keep everybody and they're only gonna get better. See, like I lo- I really I want Phil Kessel to win a Stanley Cup because I think it was, Lozo it was you that wrote the thing about okay now we can stop saying dumb Winners things about like players are 
are losers or winners or whatever because that's dumb. Um, so that was good on you. Um, but fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, well, that's well, that's been that's been like the. I feel like that's been a theme for this playoffs more than any other playoffs in the past. Oh. Where it's like, this person is a winner, this person is a loser, this person can't lead, this person whatever. Which like, quickly I'll say, my, my the point that I forgot was that I wanted, with the Eastern Conference so bad this year, I wanted something more fun to happen than for the, I mean the, the Penguins were the second best team in the, the Eastern Conference, we all have to figure, right? So, um them like I wanted something crazier to happen because the Eastern Conference was so bad that I really thought that anybody could have beaten uh, anybody or close to it. Um, I, by the way, I don't know if the Penguins were necessarily the by far the second best team in the Eastern Conference. Oh right, no, the Tampa yeah. Bay played without Stamkos and Ben Bishop. Right, it was what Tampa did was pretty fucking impressive. I mean, they entered into the playoffs with with. No Stamkos, right? No Strawman, who's their first or second best defenseman, and then Bishop went second. down. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's closer than a lot of people give him credit for. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a an impressive feat that they accomplished. But I still, ultimately, I looked at the Eastern Conference and I was like, this was such a mess of shit this year. Um, I can't remember if I thought the Capitals were actually going to do it this year. I think I that did. at best I was skeptical. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't blame you. The Eastern <laughs> Conference was a fucking shitbag this year um but on, on the subject of like players aren't winners and this guy's better than that guy based on the fact that they've won more games i mean you can apply that to every fucking sport and it's you it can't happen anymore in 2016 i feel like and this gets back to a bigger uh like issue that a lot of old-timey media people have which is there's no one like me anymore. No one comes in and, like, all the young guys, they're all pussies. They're all talking about stats instead of, like, giving their opinions. It's because opinions are fucking dumb if you don't base them on anything. And I'm just glad that it's becoming obsolete to say this player lost because he can't win. Well, I, I, I hate to put uh, Joe McDonald on, on blast here because he does Sunday Skate with us. But is he? A, he he's a Thornton truther. He has yeah. said in the past. Uh, I don't know if he said it on the air or to us off the air, but he has said that Joe Thornton will never win a Stanley Cup. Which just like playing the odds, yeah. Like before this, obviously, <laughs> like playing the odds, yeah. He's towards the end of his career and he hasn't won a Stanley Cup, and the chances of somebody winning a Stanley Cup in a given year are very, very low. So. Yeah, but just saying... He also like, said the same thing, Tyler Sagan will never win a Stanley Cup after leaving Boston. It's like, to say that about any player, that they'll ne- that they'll never win a Stanley Cup is right. the dumbest thing Shitty ever, take. because you surround them with the right players and, a, and an elite team, there's a good chance they're going to win again, a Stanley Cup. Again, like we Cup. were saying uh, when we were sober before the Bieber concert, because again, the Bieber concert, we were talking about sports the whole time, which is a very funny and unexpected thing we're like so if you have a fucking team of alexander ovechkins that team's not going to win anything like suck a dick it's i understand if you say this guy might not win if he's the best player on his team but even so like if you say like oh joe thornton won't win as the best player on his team so if every other player on his team is just a tiny bit worse than joe thornton then they're not going to win anything come off it i hate that shit but like you're you're over here saying like like that's dying out. Do you do you want to you want to look at Skip Bayless's contract at Fox Sports and talk about how much nobody wants that anymore? Or like 
Colin Coward. Oh, or it's Jason definitely, well, yeah, it's I mean, definitely it's, not dying. It's, it's, it's right. I think, dying because it's exciting. The, I think it's the opposite. I well, think, it's, no, I it's, think people it's, love that stuff. It's, and it's not just, dying because those people haven't died off yet. But I mean, people say it in Boston all the time. My friend Kirk Minahan says it a lot. Like, who's going to be the next Shaughnessy? Fuck, like, who's going to be the next Shaughnessy? There's not fucking supposed to be a next Shaughnessy. I think Shaughnessy's supposed to do this until he retires or dies or whatever <laughs> he does. And he does a great job at the way he does it. But there's not supposed to be someone who comes up and is just like purely. I'm only going to think I'm only going to look at it through my lens. I'm not going to consider a lot of the other information that's available to us now. In 2016, there's so much information available to us that everybody our age, which is like 40 and younger, is yeah. looking is so doing it a different way, he, which I don't think is a bad thing. Here's here's what I think is happening. It's like the, the it's there those people aren't dying, but their validity is kind of dying. That's but that but at the same time, while their validity is dying, they only get stronger because the, they create the fucking debates and right. the hot takes and all that. Like the sporting news. Dave, did you read the sporting news article about Crosby's leadership? Oh boy, did I ever! Did Did you Did you read that, DJ? No. Well, you saved a, a lot of time <laughs> off of your life. Uh, that was one of the the stupidest and most pointless articles that I've ever read in my entire life. Basically, said that. Crosby should basically be stripped of, of his captainship because he doesn't instill fear in his teammates. He doesn't instill, instill yeah. like, inspiration. He doesn't play tough enough. Like, no real, like, legitimate reason why they should take away his captainship because there fucking isn't one. Um, so, yeah, like, like, that is, like, one of the stupidest things that I've read in a long time. And yet it was probably, like, the most trafficked thing that they had on their site that day. Sure. And it was the most talked about thing on in the hockey Twitterverse. Like, that that is why like the skip Baylesses of the world become powerful because they drive discussions even if like their point makes no sense yeah it's a, it's a, it's a great business we operate in isn't it <laughs> it's they really reward the right people well here's the thing i mean there is something to be said for intangibles in sports and i totally get where some of these people are coming from, but they just go way fucking overboard. It's like okay, so it's like it's like when you on. say like with the Bruins, oh, Tuka Rask didn't bail out the Bruins this year, so he needs to be traded. Like fuck, dude, you can say one of those things without getting to the asinine conclusion. <laughs> yeah. So you can say that you need intangibles and you need leadership and stuff. Like for example, um, like the Bruins having Jerome McGinley was a really good thing for intangible purposes because Milan Lucic is a streaky guy. He's not always the most motivated guy. Having someone on his line who's going to get in his face and be like, hey, you're fucking up. You're letting guys down. That's a good thing because that can motivate guys. Saying that like it's the only fucking thing that matters on a team, though, and that a great player isn't good because he doesn't have that is the dumbest shit in the world. And again, I think that there are enough of us now that look at all these other factors that are available to us. There's no fucking re- excuse in 2016 for not doing a quick Google search, for not looking into some analytics, for not looking at numbers to support an argument. And I, I think that once the Skip Bales of the world are dumb, are done saying all their dumb shit and they retire, die, whatever they do, I think that you generally... referring to all these people just dying. I think that generally the landscape will change and that it'll be a little more intelligent. So my response to everybody who like kind of agreed with the fact that Crosby isn't a good leader, which is, is dumb in the first place. But my response to all those people was, were, was 
do you think that the Chicago Blackhawks would have less Stanley Cups in the past, you know, five, six years if Taves was replaced with Crosby? I mean, it changes a I, I no, thought about that doesn't. for like one second. Like, oh, it doesn't. Blackhawks would have four cups instead of three. Probably. Well, that's the thing. Like, you get a better player, but then when you don't have Taves, it's like, do you use Hosa differently um, because of like the two A element and all that stuff? So the lines might be different. So maybe like one series where a second line won you the series doesn't happen because you have different guys on different lines. Like that's the only way I can think that it wouldn't benefit them just like from the trickle down effect that comes with moving things around but that's that's literally like we're talking about like butterfly effect shit that's yeah. the only way that you can argue that uh they'd be worse off if they had Sidney crosby but like you're, you're saying this is like these guys are gonna get old and die like these guys have existed from the beginning By the way, i'm not actually talking about them dying so I don't, that's not a <laughs> shot at any of those guys i'm just saying like at some point they're going to stop he what they're saying doing he's going right, to right. literally kill them all yes. right but like earlier when you were saying you hope dan shaughnessy dies um <laughs> the point i wanted to make was i hope he lives i don't know why you would say that that's kind of messed up but like I no seriously like, these guys these guys will exist forever like they're not like like skip bayless is not like they're, they're, these takes aren't going anywhere how man. old is skip bayless how long until he dies um, I think, I think he's, he's like a lot. I think he's, I think he's older than a lot of people give him credit for, or not give him credit for. Skip Bayless is sixty four. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but like Fox Sports just brought Jason McIntyre on board. Jason McIntyre is younger than me. I'm thirty eight, so he's in his thirties. He's he's going to be the new hot take. There there will always be the hot take. Yeah. And by the way, nobody life. nobody on earth or on the internet has done more with less than Jason McIntyre. <laughs> I used to work with Jason McIntyre, like in the same the same building, the same office, the same really? department. How, was, did you, it, how do you feel about him? Um, he was he was when so we used to work at a paper called the Herald News, and he wasn't he would cover like high school sports, and I was just a guy on the desk who like did editing and layout, and like he's he he wasn't really very a very good sports writer, you know what I mean? Like I think yeah. he's good at what he does now, but I remember like back then, like he just um. I mean, to be fair, like he was probably just out of college too. He was probably like 22, 23. And I'll never forget this. The, the one time he wrote a story, this kid, this kid broke his leg during a football game. And he, uh, he wrote it, like you mentioned it in the story. And he said the kid had a, the kid had a broken tibula. And it's like, a broken what? A, he broke his tibula. Like, well, uh, he either. Tibia or fibula? Yeah, he either broke his tibia or his. Yeah. Or his that's one of the two he's like no no the coach told me tibula well the coach is wrong then like that's not a that's not a part of the body i always think of that story whenever i think about him like now probably being a multimillionaire. but yeah it's it's um it's a, it also goes back to did you see all those bill simmons tweets over the weekend where he's like man the ringer's doing really well just shows you that if you just have a little you know elbow grease and gumption you can <laughs> get anywhere in this world like i mean like don't get me wrong like i think bill simmons is good at what he does i think jason mcintyre figured it out with sports blogging but like like dude you just came from being the most powerful person at espn <laughs> right like and like you, you like have this is an elbow grease it's you <laughs> yeah. being like the most influential person in the sports media world Right, and he didn't get there. Like, if, if, if like ESPN never hired him in like 1990, whatever, 2000, whatever, he would just be some doofus in Boston who tweets things about his buddy who plays blackjack. Like, he was given a huge platform for 15 years by ESPN and Disney, and he got to where he is partly by being good at it. it. Right, and like to go on Twitter and just be like, this just shows you that, like, as long as you create good content in 2016. Oh yeah, I did see that tweet it, where like, he was like, he was like, the great thing about the internet in 2016 is that you can create good content. 
And if you create good content, people will see it no matter who you are and where you work for. I was like, that totally is not, not true. true. There's no. a lot of good t- content out there that just gets completely right. ignored right. Right. or he's, stolen. He's, he's, and I saw like a story too this week about how like the, the most successful people in any business don't realize like the luck. And the, it's like hockey. Like nobody ever wants to admit in hockey, like their team got a balance or team got lucky in this situation. It's always like, I earned it. I earned it. And like, yeah, of course you worked hard and you're talented and all that. But, you know, you, you kind of have to have a. You know, puck bounce off the end yeah. boards in a weird way, and yeah. slip Brian Rust for a game-winning goal. Sometimes, like that's just part of that. Especially sports writing, man. Like, like, like there are people who think, like, for instance, like you guys are great. But I guarantee, if I like search your name on Twitter, there are people who are like, "Why won't Pete Blackburn kill himself?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how Actually, the business. Joe Haggerty is. tweets that all the time. Right? Yeah, like right. Joe Haggerty literally tweeted that. Right. Like, would you say DJ? Would you say that Joe Haggerty is exponentially better at his job than you are, or no? No, uh, this, this isn't to, to put too much work into that. Joe Haggerty's the fucking worst. Uh, but I know what you're saying. Like, Joe, Joe Haggerty has a lot of Twitter followers. Yes. And I actually, I got in a discussion with, uh, was it Feidelberg? I was like, I was like uh, who do you go to for Bruins stuff? And he was like, I know of, he was like, I know of you, Emily, and like Haggerty. And then like eventually he thought of Kalman and stuff. And... You miss like the the average person misses Steve Conroy, who is a thousand times better than me. But I, I tweet more or something, so I'm more visible. Is that the point that you're making, basically? Well, no, I just mean like like if, if anyone who ever gets anywhere in pretty much any business, like you need to have somebody who's at a higher station than you, kind of say, "Hey, I think this person's good. Let me bring them." over to where I am. You know what I mean? Like no matter how good Bill Simmons was as the Boston sports guy, like he needed someone at ESPN to read his stuff and say, yeah, I think this guy works for us. Like if, if he, if that one person doesn't do that, he doesn't get brought to there. He doesn't right. become the sports guy. He doesn't do 30 for 30. Like, all, like you need to kind of, like, like look at me, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a mediocre below average person basically in this business. <laughs> person. Right. Yes. Right. But like, to, to get to where I am right now on the phone with you guys, like I needed to get an interview at NHL.com. I need to have one person there be like, we need this guy. And then when I was there, someone had to be like, hey, you know, you want to do some writing for us. And that person had to be like, I like it. Do more of it. Like if that doesn't happen when I leave there, like I don't get a job at Bleacher Report. Like I don't get a job with Vice. I don't get a job doing anything I'm doing now without like a couple people along the way saying, hey, I like what you do. Come write for my website. Like you have to have that happen. And like I've had that happen. And what has it worked out for me for? I'm in my underwear talking to a guy with a Bruins logo as his Skype <laughs> avatar at 11.30 a.m. while I try to write about a wrestling story on Uproxx. Like that's just – you need to get breaks along the way no matter where you are. And just because you got to the top doesn't mean that didn't happen. I think it's, I think it's actually good to kind of acknowledge that because – like I know, I know Simmons hates ESPN, but just to kind of be like, hey, it's kind of great. Like, yeah, I hate that skipper guy, but, you know, kind of help to have that. Like, no, like he's he's very – and I think that's kind of demeaning to people that are maybe at a lower station, like not me or you guys. But, like, I saw people, like, on Twitter, like, yeah, try being a minority and just creating good content and, and see if it gets picked up right away. Like, no, it's harder for women. It's harder for people of different different – like, Bill Simmons is a straight white dude writing, yeah. writing about sports. Like, you right. don't exactly have, like, the, the toughest path to break through. But it's just – yeah, like, it's just really – that like right now there are a lot more options for people. Yes, but it doesn't necessarily it doesn't mean that, mean that yeah. you're going to get noticed by creating good content, no matter what. Right. I mean, I I think that uh, you might be a little too old for this, but I know Pete and I before like we got our quote unquote like breaks. We had you had your own website that you made, yep. Pete. I had a website. Um, 
I had a an, an NFL draft website, and I wrote sure, so much shit on there that I was never say, got I read. Busted my ass on that fucking thing, and it it was beneficial because when I would get an interview for a place, I'd say like, "Oh, here are some clips. Like, here's some proof that I can write." But like, you're, I was just like dumping my like life into this fucking thing that no one was looking at, and there was a very good chance that that could have that I could that still could, be doing yeah, that. That could be my life, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, you're you're completely right. It's not we we all kind of got lucky, and I'm not saying that. Um, and my stuff now doesn't get read because like I am a great writer and that people notice my content. It was because I made a bunch of gifts on Twitter and gained <laughs> a lot of a lot of followers and an audience that way. And now they'll read my stuff if I write it. Yeah, well, I mean, I say it all the time, Pete. I hate to compliment you, but you you are the best person at the internet that I know. <laughs> I almost. And once Mia Khalifa retweets you, it's all over. Exactly. Like you, you've, you've made it. Right. By the way, the, the, the responses whenever Mia Khalifa retweets me are hilarious because it'll be like a hockey gif and then like some random ass creepy dudes will be like, hi, I love you. To oh, like, to like, we're, we're like obviously tweeting it to Mia, Khali- Mia Khalifa, eh, but, like, I'm, I don't know. I, I, but I'm tagged in it. And I don't like, know, Peter. Eh, well, then there, there's a lot of people calling me a thirsty ass hoe, which is kind of <laughs> true, but also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We wanted to talk to Lozo about food. Oh, fuck. We never got to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like food. Uh, <laughs> That's it. See you later, guys. Dave, Dave, I, I, you guys. I, I like your food tweets. I, uh, I don't love your friend tweets. You're a great Twitter man, but your food tweets have been awesome because they've actually gotten me thinking. You did a poll on cookies. What ended up winning, by the way? Oh, the Oreos won in a landslide. What was, uh, what was the question? I didn't see this. It was um, if you could, if you had to only eat one cookie for the rest of your life, you couldn't have any other cookies. It was um, Oreo Chips Ahoy, um, oatmeal raisin, and Thin Mints. Which, of course, by the way, whenever you do a food poll, like people always reply with, "Well, do you mean double stuff? Do you mean soft Oreos? How many raisins? You know what I mean? <laughs> Pick one of the options. Like, stop trying to overthink a poll about Oreo cookies. Uh, but Oreos uh, won't. Yeah. Um. So for me, uh. Oreos not not in the equation. I I think Oreos are like one of the most overrated cookies of all time. Um, I think you're um, gonna arrive at the right answer here. Uh, I think that the correct answer is either Chips Ahoy or Thin Mints, but I think I, I would lean towards Chips Ahoy. Just yeah, because, my because, man, it's it's definitely Chips Ahoy. Yeah. Uh, like, it's that's not the best chocolate chip cookie you're gonna get. No, but we're basically saying like, what's the best cookie? Right, like, chocolate chip. chocolate chip cookie is the best cookie. Yeah. So, did that come in second? I think Chips Ahoy. I, I didn't go back and look at the very final one, but I think it was a pretty clear Oreo one, Chips Ahoy two, and then I think Oatmeal Raisin. Like nobody likes oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal, oatmeal, so here's here's the thing with oatmeal raisin cookies. You it's want a an worst chocolate chip cookie. I oh no, I I mean I love them. If if I go to Panera to write or something, you bet your ass I'm getting one of those enormous fucking uh oatmeal raisin cookies. Which by the way, shouts Panera because they have some weird idea of what cookies are. <laughs> um cookies are what, like supposed to be like two inches, like not particularly big things, right? At least, yeah, yeah, it's I'm like thinking, your dick. Right, yeah, two <laughs> inches. Um, uh, as soon as I said inches, I was like, Pete's going to make a dick joke right now. Um, but fucking Panera cookies are like the size of my laptop. <laughs> and you go and you get a cookie and you write and it's amazing. I, I go there. I don't, 
I eat the entire cookie before I actually even connect to the Wi-Fi, and then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to leave now. Yeah, but basically the point that I was trying to make is that like if you choose oatmeal raisin over chocolate chip, right. you should be thrown in prison. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Uh, a chocolate chip cookie is – that's one of the like simple pleasures in life. That is a – Yeah, it's like if you don't like chocolate chip cookies, there's something inherently wrong with you. Yeah. Um, we talked about ice cream a while back. I was actually listening to the – to fuck that food take because uh, I knew that we were planning on talking to Lozo. Um, and fuck that food take was an episode that we did with uh, Travis Yost. And uh, oh. we got very... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, fuck, let me... I oh, Okay, so here's some of the notes that I have from that episode. Um, it was the most hostile we've ever been to a guest. Uh, <laughs> I threatened to kill him. You called him an asshole a lot of times. Uh, and like four or five times we like very heavily implied that he has a learning disability <laughs> which I don't know is great uh, so his takes real quickly and by the way and by the way we were not like friendly or familiar with him right. before having him on like this wasn't a buddy that we were told to go like fuck himself right this is a complete stranger who we were like we, I'm gonna people kill want you. you on this podcast so we're gonna have you on like like I'd I knew him from hockey Twitter, but I didn't know him personally. So I didn't know that until you just said that now. I thought that you actually knew him. <laughs> no, I didn't. So like, I thought it was okay. I, I it's like, okay, him. we have Pete's buddies on. I'm going to come in and drop a hard R on him, like, right <laughs> off the bat. Um, so his takes were that pizza is, quote, okay. 99% uh, of food should be eaten with a fork and knife. Sandwiches are the exception, quote, so long as the bread wraps, whatever the fuck that means. Um, he said that Subway is, quote, the greatest place and that their cold cuts are, quote, finer cut than Boar's Head. <laughs> he said Sparrow is the best pizza. Chocolate chip cookies are, quote, bad. <laughs> quote, no candy bar. Skittles. Uh, said a plain sugar cookie is probably the best cookie. Oh, uh, quote, anyone who chooses chocolate anything over vanilla anything needs a lobotomy. You agreed, you motherfucker, I, Pete. I think that's a pretty um, good take. Pete said chocolate ice cream sucks. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, I said this, and this was before. So early on the podcast, we would talk about ice cream a lot because Pete loves it, and I didn't eat a lot of ice cream. I eat so much fucking ice cream now. So I now disagree with this take that I had, which was uh, the best flavor of ice cream is coffee because I like Ew, coffee dudes. better than I like ice cream. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, DJ? Um uh, Yost said, that, "See that right there is the reason that I do not have time hop, and I fucking hate time hop because you like, don't want to know that ninety like percent of the things that I said like a year ago, I just will hate myself for right. saying those. Like th that is, I couldn't it's an believe awful that. take, uh, terrible take." Uh, Yost said, "Quote: We've got to do a part two." End quote. And we told him in no uncertain terms that he would not be brought back. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do a part uh, two, but it'll be with Dave Loza. Uh, we learned that most of my food... I do remember this. We learned that most of my food takes are depression-related. Yep. Um, Sounds right. And then I also wrote that this was back when I didn't eat ice cream. So uh, I feel that we can hit food topics better with Lozo because... Because he's not a fucking insane person. Right. To... Uh, well, to a lesser extent than fucking Travis Yost is. Right. Not a stable individual. Uh Let's talk ice cream because I really I eat a lot of ice cream now. Um, I think that uh, Ben and Jerry's tonight dough is the best thing that you can consume. See, for me, I don't. I think that like the specialty flavors of Ben and Jerry's makes them stand out. But for me, I I, 
I could give a shit what brand of ice cream I'm eating. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't see a difference. My thing now is I'll get uh, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, and I'll just eat it throughout the day, and that will be. That's like that the if someone's like, what happened on Tuesday? <laughs> I'll be like, for, at like three different times I ate Ben and Jerry's ice cream and it was fucking awesome. I think that like if you get one of those big ass fucking tubs, I don't know how long that's supposed to last you. And I'm again, we've discussed this. I'm like an Alzheimer's patient with food. I'll eat part of something and then I'll put it away. And then like one and a half minutes later, I'll just go back <laughs> and eat it again. And I'll keep doing that until it's all gone. So I have to get, a, I have to get the Ben and Jerry's pint because that at least puts a cap on how much ice cream I'm going to eat that day. I've yet to do a go back to the store and get more Ben and Jerry's. I think that's coming <laughs> within coming. like a week or two, depending on, on how I'm, I'm feeling and where everything is in my life. Dave, what's your ice cream lifestyle? Um, I'm a big fan of pretty much fish food. Um, not like actual fish food. Like the that's the marshmallow one, right? That, that's the one that yeah, has like the little chocolate fishes in it. That one's really good. Anything that anything that has frozen cookie dough in it, I'm gonna eat it. Like oh. you can put like you can put frozen cookie dough on like a pile of like you know baby feces, and I'm like, well, I mean, if it's got the cookie dough lumps in it, I guess I can try it. Like I will eat anything like that. And I'm like Pete too. Like I don't really care if it's like Hagen Dazs or Blue Ribbon. Like what kind of ice cream is a Rocky Road? Then I'm gonna eat the Rocky Road. Like I don't yeah, really ice have, cream is ice cream. My I'm, thing- not a, I'm not a big sherbet guy. Ugh, no. Yeah. yeah, I I need I need at least when, some chocolate. Whenever I eat sherbet, I feel like it's a thousand times too cold. Really? Yeah. For, for I don't know why that is. Maybe it's like the texture of it. Maybe I'm just eating it wrong. But I eat it like I eat every other ice cream. But it just feels yeah. it feels always too cold. Interesting. Uh, where do you guys fall on gelato? I think it's delicious, but I would just I'll always go quantity over quality so like gelato you yeah. get a tiny ass cup of it and Not they're like it's got that. a million times the sugar so you don't want a lot of it it's like a small little treat and it's like fuck that not interested in I, it. right like give me a fucking big ass plate of it or i'm not doing it at all yeah i have like a weird thing with food like you know when you go to like a really expensive restaurant and they, they give, give you, you like, like a huge plate with like the small y- little thing on yeah, it? yeah and it's like you go to like a really expensive steakhouse that you'll pay like 60 dollars for a steak that's like a, a size of like a hamburger patty yeah. like i know i i i don't care if that steak is like three times the quality of like a like a porterhouse i don't care if i can eat the other one longer i'm gonna eat the other one yes exactly. like I, I for some reason i will prefer eating something less quality for longer than eating something higher quality for a shorter amount the of time. some reason is that you're a smart person uh, yeah i guess i i don't know if it's because like i i want to get my money's worth time wise out of a meal but like you're like you keep saying time like I, I'm I'm talking about like I just want more I don't like I don't want to be eating for ten I don't give a fuck how long I'm eating I just want a lot of it yeah I, but I I guess that's like it's the same thing because you spend more time when there's more of something not really I think that I could eat I could eat that big ass steak uh, in the same time that that you might eat the little one I just I need to like I get up a lot I refill my water. And stuff like I'll go get a napkin. Stuff I have like things that I do to get myself to slow down when I'm eating because I can just eat like a fucking monster. Speaking of which, uh, I did that saltines challenge thing. Don't know if it's impressive or not. 
I did look like a. Uh, you you know what? You looked terrible. I. You looked like you just got out of rehab or something. <laughs> well, like clo- <laughs> clothes wise, I looked I looked awful because I was just hanging out at my sister's. You were wearing like a, a golf shirt that was like three sizes too big. It went below your elbows. Shouts to the handlebar for making that <laughs> shirt three sizes too big. That used to be the right size. Yeah, but you you look you probably look worse in it now than you did before. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was also wearing shorts, which I don't like shorts. You had a hot short hot shorts take that shorts are bad. I which think is, what's wrong what? with you? <laughs> I think what? if I if I do shorts this season, I'm gonna get and this flies in the face of the How way do you I feel not about do my body. Shorts, though I do them, but I'm not happy when I do them. <laughs> Like I wear well, that's shorts because you're not happy like, with your body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't blame shorts for that and say shorts are bad. <laughs> I don't like shorts because they make my legs look bad. It's like, like no, that, it just makes a, your legs exposed. Take. That clothes take is basically the Travis Yost of food takes. Like that's basically saying no, like, no, 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 no. Because that clothes take was depression related, and my food takes are depression related. Uh, Travis <laughs> Yost's food takes are related. So. That you don't like shorts because you don't like your legs. Or that you think that shorts are bad because you don't like your legs. Uh, I think that if I do shorts this year, I'm going to do... The shorter shorts are in now. Uh, Yeah, for people that are in shape. Right, exactly right. For people who like their legs. and I Please don't do the shorter shorts. Should I do, like, the right shorts or should I do the, the, like... I don't know, like, would, would... I feel like no shorts are going to be flattering on me. But the ones that go down to your knee are definitely not flattering on me. They're probably more flattering than the ones that go above your knee when you don't have, like, great legs. But I feel <laughs> like, like I Your can... problem is you don't like your legs, so you don't like showing them in shorts. And now your solution to that is showing more leg by using less shorts. I don't know. I think I'm going to do it. I... Like, I Dave, have... Dave, by the way, I've seen your short selection on various social media platforms. Solid, you, have a, right? you have a weird selection of shorts. In what way? I can, you have I like you wear like plaid shorts and like weird pattern shorts. Are you a cargo short guy? I think I've seen oh. cargo shorts. Oh God! Why would you not wear cargo shorts? Why would you ever wear those like tight little John Stockton things? You can't like fit your phone into. I, I'm I'm all about comfort and 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 being able to carry around. Um, you know, in in the eight pockets, I like to carry around like some yogurt, uh, you know, like a bottle of water, um, you know, like my phone. People dump on like cargo shorts and shit. I'll I wouldn't be caught dead wearing them. I, but uh, I think they're great. I, like you need to have a friend who wears. They're them. great, but you couldn't catch me dead wearing. No, them. here's the thing. Like I don't want to wear them, but Pete, I would encourage you to wear them if we go to a show or something because, like, sneak some shit in there. Whatever. Dead serious. I'd rather wear a fanny pack. That I would too. I, w- I would too. But if you're doing on, if you're doing a fanny on. pack, then you also got to do short shorts. You can't yeah. be you can't be basic in one way and not in the rest. So here is my my short. Like I I'm not a big fan of my legs either. Uh, like I started doing I started working out legs. They're not like, scrawny. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> started working out my legs like a year ago after working out the rest of my body six years ago. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so my my solution and my shorts approach are shorts, and I usually do a lot of pastel shorts and uh, long socks. Yeah, you do. The, yeah, that like the the calf socks, mm. uh, and I got a strong sock game, and it's it pairs well with the shorts. So good, good look for the do summer. long sock. Are long socks good when you have shitty legs? 
they hide more of your legs. Ooh. Especially like the lower half for me, where like below the calf where it's like really skinny. So wait, wait, so you're walking around like a nineteen eighty eight like NBA player with yes, your socks? Not up to my knees. Cargo shorts don't work, but that works. Come on. But I'm but I'm a I'm a converse guy, so you can wear high yeah. tops with, with calf socks. Uh, it's a look that 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 pairs well. I might, you know what? I might check that out. Could I? No, do, don't steal I, it. Could I do short shorts with that? Because here's the thing: I'm covering up a little more of my leg. <laughs> so and then you're, with you're... that space I just bought, I'm gonna now use it to expose like between the knee and like the like the lower thigh. I think yeah. that would be good. But your problem area that is there. your problem area is the upper thigh. But here's the thing. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, like, can I act like my thighs are muscular? And if people are like, oh, hey, why are those thighs so big? I'll be like, oh, just because I'm strong. Out. And they'll I be like, spin. no, it's not. Like, it's they're jiggling when you're walking around. I'm like, no, it's it's strength. You guys, so you guys, you guys talk about your thighs and your calves and how. By the way, we just parts. proved that fucking review oh, yeah. a thousand percent <laughs> yes. right. Yeah, that, the one that's, that's like, if you want to hear like two dudes right. talking about right. cheating on their diets and their legs. <laughs> Right, yeah, like, I, I, I can totally see why your audience is pulling for you guys to get together. This is adorable; it really is. They're very self-conscious. We have too much in common, though. Only exist with the approval of their peers. So that's not <laughs> their true. weekly chat focuses on how to dress for the summer, cheating on their diets, and where to find the best appletini. I will. So, like, s- the only thing that we haven't covered so far in their review is where to find the best appletini in Boston. Right. I will say I disagree with the approval of their peers thing because I, don't I feel give like a fuck with anything. Right. I, I feel that like what Pete and I do on a daily basis on social media. Um, Greatly dispels is, that we care what anybody like, thinks. We're trying to push the envelope. Like our peers don't like. Someone took a shot at me yesterday. I was going back and forth with this bozo, and he was like, uh, "Oh, he said I I have no idea uh, why how you have your job." And I quote tweeted him with his hair was shitty. So in his profile picture, so I said, "And I have no idea what's going on with your hair." <laughs> so we got into this thing, and I, like all these things, someone takes a shot at you, and if you respond to them, it fucking makes their day. So like now suddenly they're nice to you or whatever. And uh, he was like. Um, he he said something to the effect of like, "Oh, I'm not sure if it's too manly to be talking about another dude's hair," and I was like, "All right, you don't get me. This is totally <laughs> this is not my brand, <laughs> right?" Yeah, uh, Dave, what do you think that Yo's uh, most absurd food take out of that list that you may not remember because it was <sighs> half an hour ago? Uh, the thing that jumped out to me, you said Skittles was his favorite. Yes, candy. he said no. <laughs> his favorite. He said, candy. "So what kind of candy bar are you doing?" And he says, "No candy bar, <laughs> Skittles." Yeah, what's your favorite candy bar? No candy bar, Skittles. Like that's like that's like Skittles is is like it's basically like a starburst if like somebody crushed it and like left it to fossilize for a hundred years. <laughs> And then you put it in your mouth. Like Skittles are the fucking grossest thing you could pop. If somebody brought me, like if I got home from trick or treating and like my kids had like, I don't know, like a couple bags of Skittles, I would make me, I would make them take me back to the house that gave it to them and I would bring the police. <laughs> See, so here's my take on that. I think Skittles are better than Starburst. Oh, Starburst have no, there's not Starburst really any redeeming, great. any redeeming quality for me in Starburst. Oh, fuck. I like, I like Starburst. It's, it's not where I go though. I go candy bar. I go you're going to call me basic. A Snickers is probably pound for pound the good. best candy bar. Uh, Payday, I think, is Ugh. sneaky awesome. Ugh. It's why? It's I, I don't like I don't like a lot of nuts. 
So I can't. The only nuts that I can eat because of allergies are peanuts. So which is usually like the last. Nuts I know that it's, anybody uh, it's can eat. It's a reverse thing. Yeah. Um, that's because um, I peanuts aren't nuts, so I can eat them, and I can't eat like cashews and all that sort of shit. But yeah, like caramel and peanut butter and peanuts. That's that's all great things. Um, David, do we care about Dave's opinion on this or? Yes. No, yeah, I'm with you on Snickers. I mean, Snickers is tough to beat. Um, Butterfingers, awesome. Eh, eh, like the Butterfinger, Butterfinger's great if you want to have like chunks of peanut brittle in your teeth for three hours and you want to eat it again later, then it's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. I like, I, my, honestly, my number one favorite overall go-to candy are the Sour Patch Kids. You can't beat Sour Patch Kids. Ooh, not a good take. Uh, I, I do think Sour Patch Kids are good. I wouldn't say they're my favorite favorite i think that the candies that are just like sugar 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 like this is like we're gonna pour sugar into your face like i can just feel like the the the, the cavities <laughs> you know yeah like you know like when you bite down on it the wrong way and like it's a tooth that like didn't have an angle uh, a filling that was done perfectly a few years ago and you're like oh fuck i don't yeah i don't do things like that you know what i do now with the movies um the you're you're an AMC guy, Pete. So you've probably seen these before. They have the frozen cookie dough bites. It's just cookie dough covered in chocolate and frozen. And those shit sounds are, like something I'd be interested those, in. Like those things are gone by the second preview. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. Yeah. Make it d- by the way, does anybody like when you go to the movies? How long does your pre-movie purchases right away. last? I eat it right yes. away. I, I went to the movies last week to see the nice guys, and I was done with my popcorn before the movie started. I was th- thinking I might have to start switching to popcorn because I need something that I can't eat right away. But like you can you can make a popcorn last, right? Yeah, you can't really make other like if you scarf down popcorn, then what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, well, you... I did it. <laughs> so. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I do that. Uh, Whoppers, I've recently gotten into. Remember those oh, fucking yeah. things? Oh yeah, those yeah. are incredible. I really since Easter because you know how they have like the Easter eggs. Yeah. Since then, pretty much like <laughs> once a a week slash a day, I'll go and get myself a box of Whoppers. So fucking good. I've eaten an entire bag of peppermint patties before. I was also high at the time, so maybe it doesn't really count. But the peppermint nice. patties, man. The, oh, man. The, the mint and chocolate. Anything – like I know people don't like this sometimes, but mint and chocolate, it's just well, – I love it. It's uh, the best. Yeah. What's it, the Junior Mints. Junior Mints are awesome. Yep. Yes. Seinfeld 2000, when he sent me that shirt, he sent <laughs> me a box of Junior Mints as well. And because he was sending it from Canada where, um, where Jason Richards lives – he had to write like on the package or whatever what it was. So on the package it said like one T-shirt, one box Junior Mints, and it was <laughs> spelled wrong. And I thought it was the most charming thing in the world. All right, bye. <laughs>